today is Friday, September 2nd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you take charge of your mental health. Join today and get matched with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. Last night, Dark Brandon gave a primetime address from Philadelphia on the theme of saving American democracy. He said, quote, I want to be very clear up front. Not every Republican is a MAGA Republican, but the Republican Party today is dominated, driven and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to democracy. He strongly denounced political violence of any kind and called for respect for the guardrails of our democracy, the rule of law, our institutions, and our legitimate political differences, and promised to defend American democracy with every fiber of his being, which lands us somewhere between thoughts and prayers and, you know, concrete policy plans. It's time for our monthly check-in on Ginny Thomas, and new reporting reveals that we can add another state onto her tally of election overthrow attempts. According to emails obtained under state public records law, not only did she email 29 state lawmakers in Arizona, but she also messaged two Republican state lawmakers in Wisconsin. Ginny sent these pre-written emails urging them to choose their own slate of electors on the morning of November 9th, which is the day after Biden was declared the winner. Thomas's request dovetails perfectly, one might say in corporate speak, with the pressure that Rudy, Lindsey Graham, Sidney Powell, and the pillow and furniture CEOs were putting on Mike Pence, which was to send the certification back to the states to pick their own electors. I wonder if Arizona was sad when they found out Ginny was also texting Wisconsin. On that note, yesterday brought news of two important upcoming testimonies. First, a judge ruled that Lindsey Graham must testify in Georgia's criminal probe. While they have limited the scope of testimony, Graham still needs to testify about any alleged efforts to encourage Secretary of State Raffensperger, or anyone else, to throw out ballots or otherwise alter Georgia's election results. I expect Lindsey will be about as transparent as Adam Newman on an investor call. And back in Congress, the January 6th committee has requested that the former Republican Speaker of the House from the 90s, Newt Gingrich, testify voluntarily behind closed doors the week of September 19th. The committee has reportedly obtained information that he was involved in aspects of the scheme to overturn the 2020 election and block the transfer of power, specifically citing his push for national TV ads that included lies about workers in Georgia pulling and scanning thousands of ballots from suitcases. Even after the insurrection was over, Gingrich continued to push to overturn the election and emailed Mark Meadows at almost 11 p.m. on the 6th, still asking about decertifying the results of the election. The clear fixation on Georgia aside, I'm thinking we may need to be on alert for Newt Gingrich leaving yet another wife for Ginny Thomas. These two sound like they may be soulmates. While we're on the coup beat, which we never really seem to get off of, Yesterday, an attorney for the Oath Keepers, Kelly Sorrell, who was present outside the Capitol on January 6th, was arrested on charges of conspiracy, obstruction of a federal proceeding, tampering with documents, and misdemeanor trespassing. 
During the planning of the insurrection, Sorrell served as the liaison between the Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, and various pods of Trump supporters, including people from the Trump campaign, the RNC, QAnon supporters, and Giuliani's legal team. Consider this your regular reminder that people who went to law school are not always better than you. Also yesterday, ex-NYPD officer and Marine Corps veteran Thomas Webster was sentenced to 10 years in prison for his Capitol riot crimes. Webster was captured on video swinging a flagpole at police before tackling one officer and yanking his gas mask off. His 10-year sentence is the longest sentence for a January 6th case yet, amongst the approximately 860 people charged so far. And he is only the 33rd defendant who was convicted of a felony. Wait till those 33 people find out what it's like for their vote to really not count. After years of litigation, there is a chance that someone may finally see Trump's financial records. The House Committee on Oversight and Reform reached an agreement yesterday with Trump and his ex-accounting firm, Mazars USA. These records were subpoenaed originally by the late Representative Elijah Cummings in 2019, and then they were re-subpoenaed by the new committee chair, Carolyn Maloney, this year, for the sake of the committee's investigations into potential presidential conflicts of interest. The courts have now allowed the committee to obtain some of the records, but is somewhat limited in its scope. It's quite symbolic that the representatives from rat-infested Baltimore and anarchist domain New York were the ones to finally get Trump's financial records as part of their final acts in Congress as subtle as if it had been written by Aaron Sorkin. Let's hope that after this, Elijah Cummings has a better chance of returning to government than Donald Trump. And for our final story, the chairman of Russia's second largest oil producer, Luke Oil, died after reportedly falling out of a hospital window. I'm sure he was just trying to get a good view of Sarah Palin's house. Ravil Maganov is one of the few powerful critics of Putin and Lukoil was the only Russian oil company to call for a fast resolution of the military conflict in Ukraine. The 67-year-old Maganov was in the hospital after suffering a heart attack, and though some suggested he committed suicide, those close to him do not agree. This is actually the latest in a slew of mysterious deaths in Russia, with at least six other Russian businessmen, most with ties to the energy industry, meeting untimely deaths from unclear circumstances in the past few months the side of being a Russian billionaire that not enough people are talking about. It's not all blood diamonds and rosé. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is therapy done securely online so you never have to worry about sitting in a waiting room again. It's available to clients worldwide and more affordable than traditional offline therapy. Financial aid is available as well. Visit betterhelp.com slash announcements, that's betterhelp, to get 10% off your first month. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And for 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash announcements. Until Tuesday, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Batches.